Welcome back. Oh, it's been a long time since I have recorded um, anything or have been on here doing a meditation. And um, I've been called to discuss so many different things when it comes to healing and the process of healing and tools and tips and strategies to help with the healing process. So here I am back at it. And something that has been settling with me for a while is this concept of peace. And that's what led me to dive even deeper into this concept of peace. What does that look like? How do we create it? So I came up with these different um, just avenues, these different things that I really thought about when I'm trying to create my own peace, which is, is the season, tis the season of creating peace because with the holidays coming, things are crazy. Even without the holidays, things are crazy. So what does this peace look like right now? Um, and so that's what really led me into um, really doing this is understanding what is peace and how do we create it? And so first things first is, what is peace? Ah, that is a really tough one to answer. Um, obviously, we can pull up the Webster Dictionary and um, see what peace actually means. But what does peace mean for yourself? For me, peace means at ease, calmness, um, this feeling of uh, bliss, um, wholeness. Oh, there's a couple words that come to my mind when I'm thinking of peace. And so, um, how do we create it though? How do we create this bliss, this wholeness, this at ease feeling? And that is oftentimes the challenge of how to create it. And so, um, I came up with five key things of how we create peace. First things first is boundaries. Oh, that's a big word, right? Boundaries. Um, and honoring the boundaries, right? Because here's the thing is we can set boundaries all day long, but until we actually honor our boundaries, boundaries mean nothing. And so setting boundaries may look like not only setting boundaries for yourself, but also setting boundaries for other people. So prime example, um, one of the things that I told my girls is at 9 p.m., I'm done. So don't come to me at 9.30. Don't come to me at 10 o'clock and say, can you check my homework? Don't come and say, um, can you do this? Can you do that? Anytime before 9 I am your mom. I am there, right? Obviously, in an emergency situation, that's different. I'm not saying that emergency happens and you're like, oh, nope, it's nine. I'm not going to react. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that setting that boundary brings me peace because if I don't set that boundary, then I'm always expected to be on. I'm always expected to 
Um, I have this 24-hour shift in which I cannot do. I cannot have a 24-hour shift. That will make me go crazy, right? So that's the first thing is really setting the boundaries, setting boundaries with yourself and honoring it and saying, okay, work starts at this time. Work starts at 8 a.m. Work starts at 8.30. Work ends at this time. Not work starts at 8.30 a.m. and you're checking emails at 6 a.m. No, you're not honoring your boundaries because guess what? As soon as you start checking your email, you've already gotten your brain into work mode, right? And then we wonder, oh my God, why am I super stressed by the time I actually get to work or by the time I actually open up my laptop to check the emails? It's like, why am I super stressed? Because you were already checking them at 6 a.m. <laughs> That's why you're already stressed. So setting hard boundaries, even for yourself to say, listen, I don't touch my phone until this time. I shut off my phone at this time. When we start to set clear, concise boundaries and we actually start to adhere to them, that's when we can find that inner peace. So boundaries is huge. So ask yourself, how can I set boundaries? What are some boundaries that I can set for myself? What are some boundaries that I can set for my family or friends? Or what are some boundaries even for my work? Um, what are some boundaries for my boss or my employees or for other people? What are some boundaries that I make sure that I adhere to and that I make sure also that I am honoring it and letting them know, hey, you're not going to get a response until this time because this is in my boundaries. So that's the first way of really finding peace, okay? The second way of finding peace is stop filling your time. Mm, I got a sip on that one. <laughs> it's true. How many times have you had free time, right? And you're like, Okay, so I'm going to like do this one thing real quick because I've got some time to do it. Stop doing that. Your free time is your time to be free. <laughs> it's your time to relax. And I know that's hard in a society where we have this go, 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 go. It's hard to simply relax. But it's time that we start doing that. It's time that we actually stop feeling the time that we have with other stuff to do. And so that looks like when you have free time, relax. Prime example, this morning exactly this happened. Um, I had some free time. I actually got up early, did some things, um, walked the dog. Um, my daughter was getting ready to head off for school, and so I had some time to make myself some coffee, um, and I literally just sat on the couch and just sipped my coffee, which of course I had to do, right? <laughs> but I just sat there, and you'd be amazed at how I was like, my brain was like, there's something that we need to be doing right now. What do I need to do? What's going on in the day? It was as if my brain did not want to like relax and just be in this moment of like peace. I didn't turn on any TV. I didn't turn on any podcast. I didn't turn on any radio. I just sat there. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Once I finally 
got my brain to calm down and realize, hey, we're not doing anything right now. It was amazing. So oftentimes, like, we need that. We need to just not feel the time. So the next time you have some free time, the next time you get finished with a project early, the next time you get done with work early, stop feeling it with other stuff. Stop. Stop feeling it with things. Let it be. Right? Have that space to allow yourself to simply sit and to do nothing. Ah, oh, yes. So that's the second thing. Stop filling spaces, right? And free time. Third thing is, hmm, social media. Mm, turn it off. Like, stop scrolling. Stop feeling this sense of like, I have to be on all the time. Oftentimes, if you ever look, it is so, it's kind of disturbing, actually. If you ever look at your phone, so typically your phone will let you know, um, especially if you have iPhones. Um, and Android probably does it too. I don't want to like say that Android or Google and all these other phones don't do it. They probably do. I can only speak for my own self because I have an iPhone. <laughs> but it is disturbing when you look on the iPhone and see, wow, I've spent... How many hours? See, he understands. <laughs> I've spent eight hours on social media today or eight hours, you know, just throughout the day checking and scrolling. And you know how much time that is? That's a lot of time, right? That's a lot of time that you could be resting. That's a lot of time that you could be taking naps. That's a lot of time that you could just be chilling, right? And that was just me, me, myself. I've seen other people say they have like 12 hours. It's insane. So finding peace or creating peace looks like designating times that you're going to be on social media. Like a lot of times saying, okay, once I'm done with all work, etc. At nighttime, I'm going to have my fun time on social media for 30 minutes, etc. Same thing. It could be in the morning before I start my day. I can do a little social media time, etc. But stop like as you're feeling your as you have time throughout the day, stop doing this. That is making the brain just And then we wonder why our brain will not shut off at night so that we can go to sleep. It's been stimulated all day long. <laughs> and then we've like extra stimulated it too at night. So start setting timers. Start setting boundaries around how long you're going to be on social media. Take the notifications off. Okay, because guess what? Notification comes on, ding! It's just natural, right? We're gonna go straight to it, right? It's just like our brain's like, I have to. It's like literally being addicted to it. And it's like, I have to go look at it. I have to see what such and such said or what they posted or the comment that they said on my post, etc. okay? <laughs> it's so true. And I speak of that because it's happened to me, right? But in order to create that peace and that downtime and to really allow yourself to disconnect, you have to really set boundaries behind that and not be scrolling on social media for 12 hours. So that's another way of really finding that peace 
is not having that brain overstimulated by constantly doing this all day long, okay? So that's number three. Number four, creating peace, sleep. Sleep is so important, right? Hmm. What time do you go to bed at night? For me, honestly, it just depends. Depends on when I get the brain to like really calm down, right? Sleep is vital, right? But yet, here's the thing is, oftentimes what happens is we're not getting enough sleep at night and then we're waking up in the morning and our brains are tired because it hasn't gotten the full recovery and then we're overloading it <laughs> here we go speaking to myself overloading it with caffeine to stay awake to do all the things and then we're stuck with this like our brain is just stimulated like crazy we're stuck into this fight or flight like always doing stuff right that is a great fight or flight is good to be in when we need to. But what we don't want to do is settle in that fight or flight. Because when we settle in that fight or flight, then it makes our nervous system just go haywire and crazy yet. And then we cannot find peace. We cannot find peace, that relaxation, that ease, because we're always like this. <laughs> in reaction mode, right? And being in reaction mode can look like lack of sleep. So making sure that you go to bed. How can we make sure we go to bed? With all the other things that we, we talked about, one through three, right? <laughs> all the other things we talked about, making sure that we set boundaries, making sure we're not feeling time, we're actually relaxing the brain, making sure we're cutting off social media, right? So when we're making sure we're doing those things, then we're able to get in the bed at a decent time. We're able to actually go to sleep. I challenge you to try to go to sleep every single night at the same time and waking up at the same time. I challenge you to do that, right? And it's okay. There's going to be days, weekends, etc. It's going to be easier on some days than others. Like during the weekday, it may be a lot easier because during the weekday, we're able to, we have set schedules, we got to work, etc. During the weekends may look different and that's okay, but it should not be every single day you are going to bed at all different hours, waking up, only getting two or three hours of sleep. On average, like honestly, our brain needs, especially, you know, depending on age, obviously it fluctuates depending on your age, but you need at least eight hours of sleep between six to eight hours, right? And more towards the eight hours of sleep. Um, I know it's a challenge. I think I probably get maybe five or six hours of sleep. I'm still working on it, right? I'm still a work in progress. So this is very much for me as it is for you, is making sure that we get to bed. How can we make sure we're doing this? Research has shown that when we turn off the TV, when we turn off the phones, when we stop scrolling, we stop letting that light kind of be in our eyes at least an hour before we go to sleep, it shows that we're able to calm the nervous system down, we're able to go to sleep. So that looks like actually saying, okay, if I'm trying to be in the bed by 10 o'clock, at 9 o'clock, I, I need to be done scrolling, okay? I can't be scrolling social media at 9.59 and then at 10 o'clock wondering why I can't go to sleep. <laughs> the brain is still stimulated. 
If you can't do an hour, do 30 minutes. Start small. Start off with 30 minutes and then build up to an hour. But you have to cut those things down. Again, it goes back to the first three. You have to cut those things down so that you're allotting yourself some time to rest. Not only is sleep helping to rest our physical bodies, but it's also resting our mind. It's, it's great for our mental health. We're able to kind of let our brains shut off for the moment so that it can get a recovery. Same way that our bodies need recovery, our brain need recovery too as well. Um, so that is that is a huge thing that's going to help with inner peace and creating peace is when we're able to get more sleep, we're able to function at a better capacity and we're able to not feel this sense of always being on all day long, right? Trying to get things done all day long because of this sense of urgency, okay? When we're able to start our day in this relaxation, this easeful mode, then we're able to create that peace throughout the day, okay? So that's the fourth thing. The last thing, it is the biggest, the most important thing ever. Learn how to say no. N-O. You heard it. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. No. Can you do? No. Can you go? No. <laughs> see how easy that that's that is and how easy it sounds right stop overloading yourself with things i was the worst with this it was like i had to say yes to everything it was like such and such has a party oh well let me go so i can show them i am supporting i didn't even want to go but i'm just going because i had an obligation stop doing things out of obligation if you don't have the time or space or it's affecting your peace, no, they'll, they'll be okay. They will get over it. <laughs> they will get over it. It's okay to say no, right? So no, complete sentence, no. Stop over obligating yourself for things that you don't want to do. You're just doing that out of obligation. We find inner peace when we stop crowding our schedules with all of this, all the things, especially now we're getting towards the season of holidays. We're getting towards the season of all the holiday parties, all the holiday things coming up. You do not have to show up at every single person's holiday party. You do not have to show up and do all the things that everybody else is doing. You can say no, and that is okay. Don't overcrowd yourself. Don't overstimulate yourself. If it's going to be triggering for you and it's going to affect your peace, no. N-O. <laughs> so those are my five biggest things for creating peace. Um, know that peace is not something that you find. It's something you create. Sometimes we're sitting here looking and searching for peace. But the peace resides within, but we have to be willing to create it. So as we go into these um, to these holidays, as we go to the end of the year, all the things, all the parties, all the family, all the things, create your own peace by making sure that you follow those things. You follow the things that I listed, setting boundaries, stop filling spaces, 
making sure that you learn how to say no. Stop scrolling through social media like crazy, right? Getting enough sleep, all right? And carry that on throughout the new year. I'm not just saying that this is what you need to do during the holidays. This is what you need to adopt all year long because that is what it's all about is creating your own peace. That's what it's all about, that you show up the, in this space of feeling full, feeling at ease and feeling relaxed, not triggered, not reactivity, not in reaction mode, not in fight or flight state all the time that you show up with this inner peace that you have created within your own self and for your own well-being in your own life. Thanks for chiming in and thanks for um, being here for this segment of Wellness Wednesday. My name is Dr. Felicia Hall. Have a beautiful rest of your day.